Hey everybody, what's up? Sagi here. And today I had JP de Villiers on the show. JP is an athlete, he's a speaker, he's a coach, he's an author, basically the high performance coach that helps uh, executive entrepreneurs and athletes take themselves to the next level of high performance. guy's doing like ice baths like in the snow like practicing also muay thai and shaolin like me uh into meditation into all the things that i'm into but this guy is seriously into doing his thing like um a couple levels above me for sure i loved having him on the show and what we did is just to be expected it's we did also an exercise here on the show so in the middle of the episode we actually did an exercise a breathing exercise so if you're uh driving you can stop aside and do this exercise with us if you're not you can just stop wherever you are do this exercise with us please be sure you're seated and you're not you know doing something like driving or riding a bike while you're doing the breathing exercise just staying ahead of time because you will get woozy so just saying it's one minute like maybe even two minutes like that it took for the exercise so bear with us i really want you to do this with us just it will make your day better that's the point of this podcast and that's why i'm here uh and i brought jp on so jp will come back to another show but this was packed with value everyone and i hope you enjoyed this episode we talked about morning routines the habits that make your life better and and that will make you successful we talked about what to do when it gets hard or when you're not a morning person we talked about everything so hope you enjoyed this episode everyone and um enjoy jp hey everybody what's up and welcome to another episode of the commit first podcast and today we have jp de villiers on the show jp what's up man so good to be here man finally we're making it happen Yes, and great to have you here, man. It's um, there's so much we can talk about because you have so many like things that you. It seems that you're doing, which are just kind of like the things that I'm doing, but just on a higher level. I'm gonna give the audience just straight off the bat, like one thing is like I might do cold showers. You actually get into like, like ice baths, like on a regular basis in snow, in and just doing crazy things like that. So. Uh, definitely happy to to have you here um, on the show. And today we're going to talk about the habits of pushing yourself to the next level. And I think that's something that you are definitely um, qualified, like super qualified to talk about. And, <laughs> and I'm excited to to get this going and also to maybe learn a few things for myself. Um, let's start by some uh, background about... Um, just your your right now like the, the different kinds of um habits that you have going on so background or the habits that i have today well yeah let's talk about the habits you have today and then, and then let's talk about the background of how you got to doing those yeah so look, i'm i'm so glad that you asked to have a conversation about habits because as a coach there's only two things that i do is i help people with their mindset and i help people with their habits and I'm sure you already know, and a lot of your audience already knows that your habits are what you become. Right. And this is why it's so important to pay, to pay very, very close attention to what we are doing habitually, meaning the things that we're doing without thinking too much about it. We just do it because it's a part of who we are. Right. So for me, the things that come natural to me, Sagia's habits are daily movement, non-negotiable. Mm. meditation, breath work, stepping outside first thing in the morning or as soon as I can, connecting with the sun, the sky, the wind, and just stepping out into nature rather than being locked up inside. Mm. 
mm-hmm. making sure that I drink a lot of water first thing in the morning before anything else, and definitely journaling, mm-hmm. writing my life into existence, my thoughts, my dreams, my desires, even my fears, writing it out on paper so it becomes real. And then I go and work on that during my day. And I would summarize that all by, uh, by a daily habit, which I call winning my morning. If you win your morning, you win your life. And how you start your day is how you end up living your day. So I never, ever start my day behind or with my life, business, clients, or anyone in control of me. I put me first, and then I put everyone else uh, second. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, yeah. I love that you said that. I'm just saying because um, I recently, well, when I say recently, like at the beginning of 2020, before COVID hit, I decided to take my health more serious than my family and my uh, business. Up until then, I was kind of like family first, you know, like family first entrepreneur, like, you know, building my lifestyle, but family first. And I was proud of that. But the thing I noticed is I wasn't really taking care of my health in the best possible way. Mm-hmm. Or um, I wasn't, you know, meditating enough and not practicing enough and not uh, pushing myself to my limits, like physically. Um, I was just, yeah, you know, getting by okay. And, um, and, and it was important to me, but it wasn't even in my value list, like in my priority list. And um, I heard Hal Elrod, which you probably obviously know, right? Um, yeah. Miracle Morning. And um, so he really connects to what you're saying right now. And he said, uh, because he had cancer and everything. So he was like, if you don't take care of yourself, there's no way of making sure you're going to be there for your family and business. So you might as well put your health, you first in front of everybody else, even if it's your children or your own children, your spouse, everything like that. So I'm really happy you said that. Yeah, a lot of people think that I don't think there's a right or a wrong way. We just know what we know and we see the world as we are. But a lot of people think that when I say, oh, I put myself first, I put myself first, um, that it's selfish, uh, but you can say it differently. It's self-full or it's self-first. Mm-hmm. And ask anyone that's lost their health, ask anyone that's already lost their health, how important health is. And they'll say it's everything. Right. But yet we don't get taken to that place. So we don't really appreciate the importance of the significant role that it plays in our life. Yeah, and it's unfortunate that it's so crazy, bro, that as human beings, we need to be faced with disease to be reminded of health, or we need to be faced with our own mortality with death to be reminded of life. Right. Uh, it's crazy. And it's unfortunate, yeah. but it, it is what it is, right? So, yeah. Right. No, I mean, I, I totally get you. And, you know, one of the things that you know, I can frankly say scares me the most is pushing myself, like, that's exactly the limit, something that I would, you know, I would love to have here. Like, how much can I push myself, you know, for high performance? Uh, and, and like, will I break at any point? You know, like, will my, will my body break? Am I putting myself under too much pressure, building my, my, my physical, you know, shape in my, in my um, business and my family and my life? But I think the most important thing is like people get burned out of actually doing a lot of things in this region they don't like you know, or something like that. That's kind of like mm-hmm. my theory about burnout. But, um, but recently I just, I, I really had a hard time pushing myself. So I, I, I would love this talk to help me push my, myself further. Um, I've been practicing every day. I, I did 75 hard, Do you know, 75 hard. Yeah. I just heard of it through clubhouse. Okay, <laughs> Where awesome. I met you. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's like, I have done 75 hard. Um, I, I noticed like, 
I, I trained so much recently and just, uh, but I had a, I have a baby at home and uh, recently I got into a situation in my business, which I had like a, some, something go wrong and, um, and I had to take care of it. And also it's that constant stress of like also needing to take care of the baby and everything. And then my kids, I have three kids and also um, having that stress from the business and also not having the time to work out because in the mornings, you know, I don't, it's kind of like I go to sleep so late. Um, obviously some of it, it's my fault. I'm trying to get, you know, open new opportunities and, um, and doing all kinds of things. Even being on Clubhouse for just like one hour a night sometimes was like, it might be the reason I could not get early, like six, you know, a, a bit earlier, but it's just like crazy to, um, I've came across a couple of weeks where I didn't train, barely trained. Um, and I'm, I was trying to get back. I can say that I'm not even fully back on, you know, on, on my regular habits. And, um, and I'm, I'm just trying, you know, but what you're saying, like the morning thing, something that I had going on for a while, but since the baby, I don't have it. I, I just, I, I do, do you know people that are, that don't have it? And is there anything to do with you don't have your morning or do you say like, you should really, you know, Orient your life around the mornings. No, I mean this is another good topic, but you know, there's no such set morning. There's just finding time for you. And as a as a performance coach, I've worked with so many people, hundreds of people, one to one, hundreds, thousands, one to many stages, events, all that stuff. But um, I can have the most certain person tell me, a family man, that I have no time. <laughs> And I'll say this, I'll say, you're sitting with me now. Yeah. And I'll say, oh, while you're with me now, let's do this. I want you to sit in your chair, spine straight, and I want you to take 10 deep breaths. Every breath in to the top of your lungs, every breath out, exhale, completely exhale every bit of stale air in your body. And as you take every single deep, as you take every breath in, I want you to focus on something that you're grateful for. And as you breathe out, I want you to let, let go of something from yesterday that didn't serve you. And as you get to the 10th breath, breath, I want you to take a deep breath, final breath, and I want you to set a strong intention for your day. Now, that isn't meditation, cold showers, all that stuff. Yeah. But you can't tell me that you don't have one minute to take 10 deep breaths, to say nine things you're grateful for from the last 24 hours, and to set one strong intention for the day. That's still better mm -hmm. than nothing. Right. And you can't tell me, bro, that you don't have one minute. Can we do it right now? Absolutely, yeah. But here's right. the thing before I forget. If you say, okay, non-negotiably, from now on, I'm going to take this one minute or two minutes, right, to do 10 yeah. really deep breaths. will take you about 90 seconds to two minutes. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen? If you do that every day, what's going to happen when you get to the 10th breath? Will you stop every time? You'd want more, you say. You do you think if you've already committed to sit there for two minutes, <laughs> you take that tenth breath and you feel really good? Will you stop every time at the tenth breath? No. No, you might do eleven, you might do fifteen, you might yeah. do twenty, right. because you've already made the commitment, and right. that's the hardest part. Yeah. Where's your Where's your chest tattoo say? Commit first, carry out later. For sure. Commit first, take the first breath. Right. And then just carry out whatever you can do. 
Yeah, definitely. It says it on your damn chest. <laughs> yes, man. Definitely. So, let, so let's do it. Okay. So spine All right. straight. All right. Spine straight. Take a deep breath in. And take a, a breath out. And as you exhale, exhale every bit of air that you can. Every bit of air. Everybody do it with us, please. Do it with us, everyone. That's exactly the purpose of the podcast. Breathe out, Here breathe out, breathe out. When you breathe out, it's very important to breathe out every little bit of stale air. It should sound like this. You're trying to get every bit of air out. Then you breathe in. Open your lungs, open your chest, open your rib cage, breathe it in, hold it there for one second, hold, feel the gratitude, feel something you're grateful for, and then exhale. Let go, let go, release, surrender, surrender, let go, relax. Breathe in. Right to the top of your lungs, hold that breath, relax your shoulders, relax the vertebra of your spine as you hold that breath, relax your hips, your knees, your ankles, and breathe out. Let go of anything that isn't serving you, anything that you're holding on to, any tension, any stress. Breathe in. Hold that breath. As you hold your breath, don't hold your body. Relax your body. Hold your breath, relax your body, and breathe out. Relax, let go, let go, let go, let go, let go. Six more breaths. Breathe in. Think of something you're grateful for from the last 24 hours of your day. A little miracle, a little win, a mini miracle, a, win, a, mir a mini win. Feel the gratitude, feel the moment, breathe out. All the way. Five more. Open your chest, open your shoulders, lift your chin up slightly, lift your chest up, feel it, feel the gratitude, hold it there, hold it there, and exhale, big exhale. Relax, feel your joints, relax, release, release, surrender, surrender, breathe in. Hold that breath, feel the energy in your body. Be grateful for the energy, the tingling sensations, even the discomfort in your body, that means you're alive. If you can feel it, breathe out. Breathe in. Hold it there and just feel the energy as you feel the gratitude for being alive for one more day. Feel the energy and let go. Two more breaths. Take a very deep breath in. Now feel your body. Try and even feel your heartbeat. Sit in silence and just feel. And let go. Now take a very deep breath in. Hold it there. As you hold your breath, set a strong intention for your day. Say it in your mind's eye. Look out through your brow, between your eyes. Look out, vision it. What is your intention for today? And then blow it into the day. <sighs> Exhale. <sighs> Feel calm, cool, centered, grounded, relaxed. Whenever you're ready, open your eyes. So that couldn't have been more Loved than two, two and a half minutes. Loved it. Loved it. Perfect, man. Thank you so much. Cool. Now, the thing is, wow. when you get to this point, you feel so good, just like you've just expressed, that 
even let's say a third of the time, you'll say, you know what? I'm already here. Let me just sit a couple of more minutes. Right. right. Yeah. And it happens to me it's, when I meditate and definitely, yeah. I mean, I, everybody, I hope with, you're with us and you've done this right now. And if you haven't, rewind back, do it right now. Just, you know, just enjoy this. There's no, yeah. There's no way you can do that and not feel better. doesn't matter yeah. whether you already felt great, whether you felt okay or whether you felt terrible. There is no way that that didn't make you feel better than you already felt in this yeah. two minutes. I love it. I love it. So thank you so much. This is, that was perfect. Um, and let's go back to your habits now. So now that we're all calm and kind of like just thinking, like now it's the time to breathe in new habits, all right? So, um, so, <laughs> so you start the morning off. And you said, um, you mentioned journaling, you mentioned movement, you mentioned um, just like, what is it exactly? Like how, if you can put us on the timeline, like, okay, so you wake up now. Okay, so usually I, I used to say, get up at five, get up at four, you got to get up early. Mm-hmm. I still believe this mm-hmm. because if you really want to achieve amazing things in your life. You need to be willing to embrace the unknown, uncertainty to embrace discomfort. And why not set the tone for the day and get up at a time that's uncomfortable for you? Like what is courage doing what you don't want to do? (laughs) Right. Right. At least an expression of courage is doing what you don't want to do. So if you don't want to get up and you get up anyway, what does that mean? In a way you're being courageous at the start of your day. If you don't want to jump in the ice bath, but you do it anyway, it's instilling more courage, more consistency, more discipline in your day. But I don't go out there and tell people a certain time to wake up. I'm not the 5 a.m. guy. I get up at four something or five something because I like that. I like beating the sun up. I like winning before other people have even got out of bed. I like that feeling. It makes me feel like I'm ahead of the game. What do you want to say? So, sorry, I'm just like, this is something that I can really, really connect to. Like, I can really feel that I love that as well. And my, my bet is like a lot of people here, like would definitely know that. Like, and I don't know if you guys are listening to this or watching this, like had experience with this. I had experience with like a couple of periods where I woke up early, bidding the sun up felt amazing. Right now, I go to sleep so late. I mean... Um, I, I either I teach, I have courses that I teach until like a late hour or, um, and then I have calls with clients from the U S and that are on the West coast. Um, so here in Israel, it's kind of like, I finished sometimes at 10 PM, 10 30 PM. I finish my day and then I can only start. I only start doing the other things at home. Like, you know, fixing me and my wife some dinner and, 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 you know, maybe watching some Netflix, like taking the dog out for a walk, taking the garbage out, putting dishes, like, like this is the whole kind of thing starts my, I, I finish at like midnight and then I'm like, okay, I need to also sleep seven hours or then I need to get sleep in to be healthy. But then at seven, the kids already wake up. So basically like I'm waking up with the kids that makes me feel, I can say, that makes me feel bad. I hate waking up with my kids. I feel like a lazy ass motherfucker. So I'm just like, I, I feel like I'm, you know, I should be in front of my kids. I should be in front of my whole fucking family, just waking up, yeah. winning the day. And, and the days when I've done that, the periods of times when I've done that, 
when I'm just like here, like reading a book, like, you know, after all my, my, my whole med- like morning routine, mm-hmm. like, and my, my, my daughter comes up and sees me already kind of like winning. And I'm like, Hey, honey, like, let's get you set up for the day. And like, I leave everything and I now go and be with them and I feel great. And the day starts off amazing, but that really can't happen for a long period of time. If I go to sleep every day at midnight. Yeah, look, I totally agree. Two things to what you just said. Number one, you know, I'm all for getting up early. I think it is the breakfast of champions is waking up non-negotiably at an early time where you know that the rest of the world, a majority of the world is sleeping because you can get so much. It's like the golden hour. You can get so much done. And then, you know, you're conditioning your mind, your whole being to believe that regardless of what goes on in my life, I put me first and I serve always from a full cup. I always serve from my overflow rather than I'm waking up empty. Let me serve you with what I have because I haven't had time to set my tone or to set myself up for the day. So I do believe that. But at the same time, energy is everything. Everything is energy and energy is everything. If you are feeling tired, if you can get up at 4.30 a.m. and feel okay, great, do it. You'll feel amazing. You'll win, win, win. Yeah. Right, that like that uh, DJ Khaled song. All I do is win, 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 <laughs> no matter what. That's yeah. how I feel in the morning. <laughs> right. But if you're feeling tired, like we have an intuitive internal guidance system, it's called our emotions and our feelings. Our body is trying to speak to us all the time through feelings, it doesn't have another language. Yeah. And if you feel tired, it's your body saying, Hey, bro, I'm trying to tell you something. So when I feel tired, I do what I call AAA self rescue. I ask, why am I tired? I assess what I need to do and I adjust accordingly. And if I'm tired, what I do is the next day I sleep in or I go to bed early. I just fix it. I fix the problem. Being tired is a problem. It's not a way of life. It, it is a, an indicator like a thermostat on your dashboard of your car. Being tired is like that thermostat being in the red. It's, it's an alarm bell. And I get it. I get it. Sometimes you have to be tired for long periods of time. But wherever you can fix it, you've got to fix it. So that's the first thing I wanted to share. Mm. Second thing, I'm glad that you said, oh, my daughter comes in and she can see me that I'm already done my thing. You know, I'm using my own language here. Yeah. But it's so important to remember, look, I haven't had the blessing of having kids yet. Okay, Amazing that you've got three children, a new baby. In my opinion, that's the greatest success anyone can ever have is to have a a child or children. But I know without any doubt that when I do have kids, they'll be watching my every move. Right. And what I want for my children is I want them to put themselves first in life. Yeah. And not live as a reaction of their environment. So know that your daughter is watching you and either she's watching you show up and serve everyone else And one day she might end up doing the same and thinking, man, why have I never got time for myself? Or maybe she'll be watching you saying, hey, my my dad, no matter what, he's a soldier in the morning. And he just, he he takes care of himself every morning. My my dad is non-negotiable. He's a role model. And that's how I want to live my life. Lead from the front, lead from a full cup, lead from the overflow. And that's not a judgment on what you're doing is right or what you're doing is wrong. It's just an observation of what I've seen of 18 years of coaching yeah. that our, our children are watching us all the time. 
Yeah. And, and you're, how you're we working show with them. Hey? So I'm just like saying, you're working with a lot of executives and, and, and entrepreneurs and, and like yeah. a lot of athletes that do have children. So, so I'll, I'll be completely transparent. How I get my clients to finally understand the importance of these morning practices is to, is to incorporate language around their children. <laughs> then they're like, oh, damn, I didn't think of it like that. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. do I want, to, want my children to be victim of their environments or their circumstances? Or do I want them to always find certainty in any uncertainty, find certainty in any day, mm -hmm. to always take care of themselves first, to never settle, to be non-negotiable about what they want? Yeah. Um, and then you, we have to act accordingly. And I am aware of that, right? We're trying for a kid and I'm aware, bro, that it, it, my, my kids aren't going to be, what I say won't be as important as what I do. Right, right, right. Because they might, you know, you have kids, right? They listen to what you say sometimes, but they watch what you do all the no, time. I can say every single um, flaw that I or my wife have, I say to my kids, 100%. Like I might see the good stuff as well. Obviously I see a lot of good stuff in, uh, yeah. in my kids, but I, I'm, I'm just saying like every, every one of their flaws, I look at it, I reflect on it. I'm like, shit, that's like me gravitated, like, you know, this, uh, multiplied, like that's, well, that's it. Yeah. Well, the first step to changing anything is awareness. And I'm glad that you have that high level of awareness. And in the short time that I've known you, uh, it's very clear that you must have passed some very good things onto your children. Uh, <laughs> and now the question it. is, right, those things that I've passed on that actually I don't want them to hold on to, it's not about getting them to change it. Right. It's change, changing it in you. Definitely. I, I agree. And they'll watch you change and they might even ask you why, you, why you're different. Yeah, man, I, I you preaching to to the choir like definitely i'm like you got me and i, I guess you it's got everybody timing. with children too yeah perfect um, timing your baby crying in the back with someone screaming oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah they're always fighting over there it's like uh you have seen uh in the living room <laughs> when they're on break there's it's like all day together but but you know like my family is also like i i'm trying to be a man of like a, a good father obviously and and have the habits of putting them like seeing I, like putting my family also in in a good place um and i think exactly what you're saying like we should put yourself first and you win first they will see you and they will follow your steps so i really really appreciate you saying that and, and getting to that we're, we're going all, all kinds of different directions here but i hope everybody listening and watching like definitely like you guys are getting value out of this um stop right now if you're getting value and just take a snapshot of if you're watching on a youtube take a picture with your phone or if you're just listening to this just you know, take a picture uh, or a snapshot and share it on Instagram. And please tag us on Instagram. So JP is at J underscore P underscore D underscore underscore V. So it's like JP De Villiers. JP De Villiers. I think if you just type in my initials, JP DV, sorry, I should come up. Yeah. But yeah, I'm really glad that you suggested that because look, I dedicated my life to serving others and to helping people play a better game and to raise their own awareness so they can change their habits, their mindset and their life. So if people tag me, I'll be like, hey, man, that's good. I reached someone today. Yeah, man, definitely. So guys, please, please tag JP 
And uh, if you need to, if you, if you don't find it at all, you can definitely find us. At, um, you find me at Sagi Schreiber. You probably know my handle or uh, commit.first. And, uh, and I'll send you his, uh, his handle and you guys can, can tag. And, um, it just, and besides that, just pause for a second, follow JP on, on Instagram. It's, uh, again, J underscore P underscore D underscore V. All right. So also Saggy, since we're talking so much about, and you're right, you know, we haven't even, we discussed things before we went live. We haven't even touched on one of them. <laughs> so we definitely have to do a follow-up of some kind. But since we've spoken yeah. a lot about habits, mm -hmm. particularly around morning habits, yeah. I've actually, after 18 years of coaching, I developed a, a journaling practice. And it's mm -hmm. called the 2020 Vision Exercise, where you wrote, write down okay. uh, appreciation, incantation, visualization, and implementation that you want to have for the day. It's, it's simply a JPEG, JPEG or a PDF. Oh, okay. If people uh, DM me on Instagram, saggy, 2020 i'll send it to them as a gift awesome awesome thank you so much like I, and and this is actually actually the next topic i wanted to get into so uh because all right so we we just we have a timeline we got to finish the timeline by the time we finish this uh this this interview all right so um you wake up beat the sun up great i'll do, I'll do it very quick to be respectful of time i get up usually between four and five a.m mm -hmm unless very important unless i'm tired okay. then i course correct and i just wake up whatever time i wake up sometimes it's oh. 5 30 6 7 but i let myself to naturally and my body to naturally wake itself up then i go back to setting my alarm when do you but i do my alarm? i do my best to to not use an alarm god and when do you go to sleep usually around 10 o'clock around 10 okay cool. 9 30 you sleep by 10 Okay. And, um, okay. Four, number two, hmm? number two, I so between four and five, number two. Uh, and that's why it's not a specific time because I like to wake up naturally. Number two is I drink a lot of water. We go to bed and these little workmen and women, they come out and they start working on our body all night. They tick, 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 working away on repairing everything. And, uh, while we're resting, we're using a lot of water. What most people or what a lot of people don't know is that when we wake up in the morning, we're extremely, not dehydrated, we're extremely dehydrated. Mm -hmm. So what I do is I bring energy and vitality into my body within two minutes by drinking at least two large glasses of water, ideally a half a liter, even up to a three quarter liter or a liter of water until I feel energized. Then I drink a black coffee or a coffee with oat milk, if I have oat milk. Uh, I'm plant-based, so I don't drink dairy at all. Uh, then, I then I meditate, then I move, then I journal. So, okay, a couple of things. So, so beat the sun up, drink water, coffee, meditation, movement, whatever I feel like on the day. I live very intuitively. I ask my body, what do you need? I don't have set workouts. I just feel, what do you need today? This morning, it was yoga and breath work. Oh, sorry, meditation, then movement. And then I sit down and I journal. Nice. And so what you said about drinking water and everything, it, it seems like, so if I'm looking at my day, no matter when I wake up, I also drink a lot of water. Um, I heard about like the, the effects that water has also on the body. So Everybody remember, you got to drink a lot of water now. I, um, and then coffee. 
coffee is because, um, so I talked to my, my brother, the sports nutritionist, one of the best in Israel. So like a lot of pro wow. athletes come to him for, for nutrition. And he's like, I know you from, you're from the UK. So um, like usually in the US, they have a lot of like uh, drink bulletproof coffee, those kind of things. Like, mm. so um, he's really against that. <laughs> he's saying like, in Europe, we know like, you know, the right diet, right? So just, you don't need to get butter into your system very early every day or anything like that. Or, um, but he says, drink coffee after you drink a lot of water, that would be great. Um, and so I don't- I used He to said that, that, I got your brother's approval. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, he said that. He said, drink black coffee because you're, um, you need the um, acid that coffee has, the, um, the right acidity that coffee has in the morning. So you're basically your, uh, your gut or the liver needs it, whatever. Like, so well, that's very interesting. Yeah. But yeah. actually I'd, I'd love to be connected with your brother. I train yeah. a few athletes and one of them is actually attempting a world record and we're looking to get a really right. good sports nutritionist for him. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll connect you. I'll, I'll speak you. about that afterwards. Yeah. For sure. That's uh, interesting. Yeah. So yeah, coffee can be healthy. Yeah. It depends on how and when you take it. Yeah. So, so definitely, I love that you said that, that you do that as well. And then uh, meditation, love it. Um, and, and silent, way, silent I, meditation. Yeah, yeah Vipassana. Vipassana. And that's something we both can connect on because we both are Vipassana practitioners. Um, and so um, just to get on that for just like a second, um, and I, I know a lot of people here might uh, be doing a lot of like guided meditation and stuff like that. But I think like one thing about Vipassana, it's kind of like, um you're really present you're just you know no thought kind of like you it's like the most present you can be if you're listening to some guided meditation you're not really like you're listening to you're consuming content you know in a way yeah. um and so it's while that might be amazing like we did before the breath like we can say it's a maybe mini guided meditation maybe the breath work with like gratitude but at the end of the day it's still content that you consume and um and just being there it's still and, and doing Vipassana meditation, I think it's like it has a lot of benefits to that I find every time is more powerful than actually like doing some kind of God meditation. So, mm -hmm. right. Yeah, up. look, I, I've tried every meditation under the sun, guided meditation apps, transcendental meditation, mm. mantras, singing, visualization. I've, I've tried it all. And I mean, huh. by far, yeah. Yeah. the most powerful meditation is absolute silence, be just because of what you just said. If you have a bell or what are they called? The bowls. Oh, yeah, the bowl, yeah. <laughs> the bowls that make sounds, sound yeah. bowls, whether there's a, a frequency playing, a song, a music someone's voice just like you said this allows your brain to lock on to something mm -hmm. but when you remove that and i'm not saying it's bad right because it it's my journey of meditation it took me to do all of those things to eventually to be able to sit with myself yeah and sit in silence i had to go on that journey but once you've sat in silence it's almost like there's no other way yeah. Because when you remove something to fixate on, then all you are left with is the truth, meaning the truth of what is really going on inside you. If let's say, for example, 
if I remove everything from my life, I'm actually depressed. If I remove my friends, I'm not saying I am, I'm using, I'm just saying an example. I remove my significance, my podcast, my whatever I have in my life. And actually I feel down. If I keep locking onto those things that I have in my life, including music, I can avoid and suppress and ignore the truth of what's going on inside. Right. But when you don't have all any of those things, any distraction, any noise, any opinions, nothing, the only thing that is left is what's going on here. And that can either, you know, there's the saying, the truth will set you free. It can set you free because it can tell you, whoa, actually, I'm not okay. Hmm. Or on the flip side of that, you might realize how incredibly powerful you are. But until you are willing to meet your own energy, to sit with you without any distraction or any external focus, you will never get to that truth. Mm. And for me, my own thoughts on that, not putting an opinion out to the world, my thoughts on it is if I'm not willing to go to the truth of who I am and what's really going on inside me, then I'm living a lie. Mm. And that's why I force myself to sit in silence for long, long periods of time because I'm looking for the truth, two truths more than any others. One, what work do I still have to do? And what is my truth? What is my power? What's my superpower? That can only be found inside you. So yeah, I, I mean, I could talk about this for a whole episode. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I, I love it. And uh, yeah, definitely we can do a whole episode just about meditation. Um, I really also found that it, it's even got to the point where I'm saying like, I, I wish I could do like two hours a day, like meditation, but you know, obviously it's not realistic at the moment, but maybe it is. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, all right. So meditation. Um, and uh, how much do you meditate for, by the way? Oh, how long? Usually? So it's, it's funny that you just mentioned that my goal this year is to do two hours a day. That's the goal. Oh, really? I'm far, wow. I'm far from it, man. I'm like, wow. I'm probably doing about an hour broken up. But wow. definitely in the morning, I do minimum, minimum 20 to 30 minutes of just sitting in silence. Wow. Love it. That's a lot of time. And do you, so, um, and you do sitting, right? Like, or combined sit. walking. Sit. Yeah. Lotus pose, you know, cross legs. Yep. Okay. Sit, hands yeah. in my lap, hands <clears throat> in my lap, palms up. Yep. And just focusing on my inhalation, exhalation. That's it. Inhalation, exhalation. After about 10, 15 minutes. I go from my inhalation to my exhalation to the sensations in my body. And I just feel the sensations as I keep breathing whether yep. good sensations or bad sensations. Do you, um, do you not do the uh, 28 points? 28 points. Yeah. So maybe that's like a stream of Vipassana or something like that, but um, never, never heard of that before. Okay. I'll, I'll let you know about it. Um, it it's pretty. No, tell me now. Tell me now. Um, I've, I've just gone to, so I went on, uh, I was done like three days Vipassana, like, four days vipassana like retreats and um I, every time they kind of like it's with this um uh there's a monk here in israel and he was like teaching uh teaching me every time that i showed up it was just like advancing me in a little bit uh, but when you breathe in you breathe out you breathe in you breathe out and then he advanced me one day to breathe in breathe out and then after that breathe in and then when you breathe out instead of focusing on the breathing out you focus on your left butt cheek I'm like, dude, what, what, and then it's like, when you breathe in, breathe out and then breathe in. And then when you breathe out, focus on your right butt cheek. 
And I didn't understand why he told me that. He also teaches uh, walking meditation. They say do half and half, but um, but and also when you when you when you start, it's just like breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out, and then it starts being more kind of like breathe in, breathe in, breathe in, breathe out, breathe out, breathe out, like being more like into the breathing. Um, and also when you're walking, it's like right foot goes forward, left left foot goes forward, and um, but then it becomes right foot moving up right foot moving forward, right foot stepping down, wow. left foot. So you break down the sequence. And then after that, so really when I just got to doing a 10 day Vipassana retreat uh, about um, a couple months ago, and, and it, was, uh, it was in June actually, it was in June, uh, 2020. And so I went to it like 10 days. And in those 10 days, uh, they taught me that like the, the right bachik, the left bachik was just like a, a part of like 28 points on your body that monks practice when it starts like left butt cheek, right butt cheek. Um, and then you got left hip, left inner hip, right inner hip, like or yes. inner thigh, sorry. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. and then like you're under the knee uh, and then like you got like on your foot, like there's like 28 points, it goes back and up to your back and two diagonals. Anyways, and, and that the point is you breathe in, breathe out and you, and the second one, you focus on that. you like breathe in. And then when you breathe out, you focus on a specific. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the only difference between the one that I've done, you've done is breathing first and then you do focus on the body. But right. the one I did, they don't give you 28 points. It's just move through your body freely. Right. Yeah. So I guess it's the same kind of thing. Um, but yeah, but the 28 points became a crazy memory game and also kind of, and, and also kind of like, uh, so what are you doing dad? I'm focusing on my butt cheeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty crazy. So anyways, uh, yeah, but, but, um, when I got to like, the, the thing is, the thing about it is, oh man, you have to go now, I guess. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So everybody, we will wrap this up right now, <laughs> but then movement so that, and that way, way too fast. Yeah, yeah, man, definitely. Uh, but I'll, I'll just I'll just connect with saying uh, movement. Obviously, we probably know what that is. You know, yoga, uh, exercise, etc. And journaling. Everybody, send JP. Send JP your um, uh, just say Sagi twenty twenty one, and twenty 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 twenty. It doesn't matter. I'll get it when they say oh, yeah. Sagi. I'll get it. Yeah. The, the, okay. The exercise. Uh, just the do ex in something ex creative. The exercise is called twenty twenty because twenty twenty means. 2020 vision, right? Got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay, so Sagi 2020 and um, and send it uh, to DM J underscore P underscore D underscore V. Everyone, uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. JP, thank you so much, man. Really, really appreciate you for coming to the show. Uh, we got a lot to talk about, so I'll bring you back again, promise. Well, thank you so much for having me, man. And look, it didn't go, we didn't discuss even the things that we were planning to, <laughs> okay. uh, but sometimes this is part of meditation right is learning that uh, to let go of expectations yeah i think and it was a great conversation don't go according to plan there's a lot of value here so uh, thanks for bringing me to this conversation or having this conversation with me and to everyone listening go away and implement anything that you've learned because that's where true value and transformation lies definitely everybody thank you so much jp thank you man i'll really see you can uh, go on to the next uh, session Cheers, brother. I will bring you back. All right. Thank you. Take care, Saggy. Take you care, too, everyone. Man. Bye. Bye.